Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio, it's the Grace Curley Show. we got to bring in a new voice, a young voice, a rising voice, Grace Curley. You can read Grace's work in the Boston Herald and the Spectator. Especially Grace. Grace, stand up. Here's the millennial with the mic, Grace Curley. Welcome to the Grace Curley Show. Grace is enjoying the day off today. I'm Taylor Cormier filling in. We're waiting to... Uh, See if Joe Biden disrespects any of the uh, the fallen service members who are being brought home today in the dignified transfer. It was supposed to take it take place at one thirty. Has not taken place yet, so we'll keep our eyes on that. But in the meantime, it's time for a fan of what's becoming a, a very big fan favorite segment, and that is the uh, weekend wrap up. We call week wrap up that we call last call with Emma Foley. Last call. Time now for your end-of-the-week wrap-up with Emma Foley. It's Last Call. Last Call. Last Call. Last Call. Let's go. Last Call. Last Call. Last Call. Let's go. Last Call, everybody. So this is my first time hosting Last Call. Uh, I don't really get a chance to listen to the show all that much, but uh, you, you let me know how this works, Emma. All right. So I find some stories that we missed throughout the week reporting on air, and this week... You're in for it, Taylor. Okay. We've got Elmo attacked on live television, <laughs> Michael Buble on mushrooms, and can you make shrinkflation stylish? Okay. I've got many questions. Um, I'll save them for when we go into the story. What, we'll what's... start with our furry little friend, Elmo. So he put out at the beginning of the week... He tweeted out because Elmo has a Twitter, excuse me, an X account. Elmo has an X account. And he asked, how's everybody doing? Just checking in. Okay. And you know, you, human nature responded, companies, personalities, other fictional characters, something along the lines of this. Elmo, each day the abyss we stare into grows a unique <laughs> horror, one that was previously unfathomable in nature, our inevitable doom, which once accelerated in years or months now accelerates in hours even minutes. I would have said we're all a little bit closer to being Oscar the Grouch. Yes. Yeah, so living he, in a trash can. Yes. And Man, Caillou's on some dark times. <laughs> <laughs> so you had even Joe Biden pipe in when he should have been piping Seriously? in. Seriously? Yes. Yeah. So Joe said, I know it's hard some days to sweep the clouds away and get to sunnier days. Okay. Our friend Elmo is right. So you have- Our puppets stick together. Exactly. By the way- Side note here. Do you know who wrote the Sesame Street theme song? He's from not my hometown, Fall River, Massachusetts. Uh, Emerald Lagasse. No, not not Emerald Lagasse. I forget his uh, Joe Joe something. I'll, I'll remember. Good it. story, Taylor. Hey, thanks. That's okay. the information you come here for. Yeah. So- Joe, Joe Raposo. So Elmo goes viral. All the leftist publications talk about how this is really a sign of the mental health crisis in the United States. So they bring Elmo on the Today Show. Oh, my God. This got to the point where they're bringing a puppet that X'd something out on t- TV. They know this is fake, right? So that just is more uh, exemplifying of 
the mental health crisis we're facing. We're bringing puppets on TV to tell us about a mental health crisis. Yes. And then um, I know you're a fan of Larry David. He, uh, I'm a fan of his his work. I'm not really so much a fan of the person. Sure. So he would have been the upcoming segment. I guess Curb Your Enthusiasm, his show, is going to have their final season airing this weekend. Yep. So during Elmo's time on air, he's talking about how to make people's days sunnier. Larry David goes and beats up the puppet. Was Larry David playing an illegal alien? Just, Was him, Elmo just himself. Playing a, a New York police officer? No, no, he was just playing himself, as he does in his show, and they made him apologize on TV. Oh, no. We do have audio of that. And I would look at look at the camera, and please... And from your give heart. Him, give him a camera from, shot. From where? From yeah. your heart. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. What? Go ahead, we're ready. What, what organ are you talking about? Yeah, just, from your heart. Okay, go ahead. Say you're sorry. Elmo. Larry? I just want to apologize. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. That's very big of you. Elmo accepts your apology, Larry. Thank you. And Louie, will you drop the lawsuit? Elmo accepts your apology. Oh, he accepts it. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, Elmo. Thank you. Thank you. You are such a sweetheart. Thank you, Elmo. We're sorry. Elmo, Larry, you are not. You ever heard that? I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. We can tell that you are. All right. So he did later revoke his apology and say someone had to do it. Someone had to beat up the puppet. First of all, Larry, the muscle is, uh, the heart is a muscle, not an organ. And secondly, is it just me or does Elmo sound weird? He does sound a little raspy. That's not, that's not the Elmo I grew up with. Yeah. This is a new iteration of Elmo. The Elmo we grew up with is, he turned out to be some sort of a weirdo. Didn't the Elmo we grew up with get arrested? No, that was Mr. Noodle, wasn't it? No, Mr. Noodle was also a weirdo. Okay. But um, it's funny, all these Sesame Street characters turn out to be weirdos. Elmo was uh, something of a pedophile, I think. Oh. Yeah, that played him. So he does point to the mental health crisis in the United States. And when a lot of people try to assist their crises, they turn to psychedelic drugs. And it looks like we have a famous Canadian crooner who has turned to psychedelic drugs himself. And I'm feeling <laughs> good. Whoa. Crazy, man. The NHL All-Star Game has been trying their hardest to kind of get their ratings up. So they have this new ploy this year, and they're having celebrities pick the All-Star teams as if you're in a schoolyard. Okay, I follow. So, of course, they had to get Michael Blay because Canada's hurting yeah, for gotta celebrities. Gotta go after that, uh, exactly. So they got... Who else, who else do they have? They've got... They had Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. Martin Short. They didn't ask him. Um, Tate McRae, who's new, I think newer. Will Arnett. I know Will Arnett. So he's sitting next to Mike Buble. And I, I barely count him as a celebrity. He's, he's, uh, he's, I, he's weird, I get weird vibes from him, <laughs> Will Arnett. So Mike Buble is on the mic talking about picking his team at the NHL All-Star Game. Here he is. He, you can tell he's on something. The answer is no. I will not be the oldest draft pick the Vancouver Canucks have ever taken at 48 Ooh. years old. I know you and you. You're a really good hockey You got good hands, dude. You've got silky mitts, my brother. You are the first person who's ever told me that. Because I'm the first real ever hockey fan. Dude. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms, and he was lying. <laughs> so 
I'll be honest, I thought I was in Blades of Glory for most of the time that I was out there until it sort of settled down and then I realized, holy I am at the NHL All-Star Game. We yeah, he sounded like he was really trying to keep it together, like, like he was focusing on his syllables, yeah. really emphasizing. And I will say, I have attended one of his concerts, and he can speak coherently. Yeah. He's quite the entertainer, even when he's not singing. I figured you might have some of your own opinions. I've I've got Michael Bublé opinions. They're not very popular opinions, as you might have guessed. How was the concert? Was it? I'm sure it was, it was good. It was um, it was actually a COVID concert that was then extended and postponed like 500 days or something. So I went 500 days later. It was me and a bunch of middle aged people, but it was a good time. My dislike for Michael Bublé is really rooted in jealousy. I think he's too good. He's too perfect. He he couldn't hit a wrong note if he tried. It's too effortless. Well, it seems he's hit a couple of wrong notes at the NHL All Star Game. I guess he was. Nervous. I want to hear him sing on mushrooms. Maybe he's better. Maybe. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms, <laughs> and he was lying. Weird. So the global psychedelic drugs market is set to reach $6.4 billion by 2034. So everyone's hopping in on the Not shrooms. representing the crooner uh, facsimile very well. No, no, no. All right, next up, can you make shrinkflation stylish? Oh, garbage bags? Uh fashion show valentine's day is almost upon us which means the candy has been in stores for six weeks and they the sweethearts conversation hearts are you oh, familiar yeah, yeah the little like i love you it's right. all abbreviated yeah, yeah, yeah it tastes yeah. like chalk be mine um, yeah so no one liked them anyway is my opinion right. but they found a way to capitalize and they're going to repackage all of the ones where the letters are kind of faded because i guess that ink that ink might cost well, money over time. Degradable, supposed to be food grade, so it deteriorates. I would imagine. So they're going to repackage them and call them situationship hearts. Are you familiar with that term? No. So that's a newer term. It's a Gen Z term. Kind of symbolizes the terrible dating culture. So it's kind of like the modernized term for friends with benefits. Okay. You are not in a relationship. That's too but much. These are given out in elementary school. Yes. So these luckily will only be available online. So you really have to hunt for these. Okay. So what are, what do these ones say? Are these different they say from the, the regular? Same, so I was expecting it would say like WID or you up or something, <laughs> but no, they say the same things. They say XOXO, be mine. They're just faded because oh. situationships are blurry. Oh, that's clever marketing clever but i think that it's just some budget cuts over at well, yeah you've got merchandise that it doesn't go bad taste wise because it never went good but uh yeah you've got it's a the little writing defective on sure yeah. you gotta move merch you gotta move that stuff that's uh that's crazy i can't get over michael buble why was he doing mushrooms it's I don't, dis disappointing I don't know. do we have any more we can do okay. So this one's out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Do we want to? Do we have enough for the other side of the break? Do we sure. Want to yeah, break? let's All stick right. around. We'll, we'll extend uh, last call a little bit. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. You know how I feel. Do you know how I feel when I get a box of Omaha steaks delivered to my door? I feel better than good. I feel great because I know I am in for a good evening of grilling. I, I, Omaha steaks are so good. 
How good are they, Taylor? I'll tell you. Thank you for asking. They're so good that I will go outside when it's 20 degrees and fire up the grill in my leather jacket. I've got my Carhartt hat on. I've got gloves. I've got a cigar. I'm outside grilling because the steaks are that good. Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air-chilled chicken, and more. For a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash grace, her listeners will get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, juicy boneless pork chops with your order. Emma, you, you talk about the pork chops, right? Oh, I love the pork chops. So we had a box show up to the studio and I got to take home the pork chops. And first time making pork chops. And honestly, I will never go back to any pork chops ever after trying the Omaha Steaks pork chops. That's right. The experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easier than ever to experience heartland perfection with favorites like their legendary mouthwatering butcher's cut filet mignon. I had that the other night. Fantastic. Other uh, Or their uh, butcher's cut top sirloin, a leaner, bolder steakhouse style experience. And you can't go wrong with the classic ultra premium Omaha Steaks ground beef patties. The best burgers, the best hot dogs you're ever going to have, and they don't require much seasoning, which they provide you with anyway. It's fantastic. No one comes close to matching the flavor, tenderness, and value of Omaha Steaks. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks' personal guarantee. Head over to omahasteaks.com slash grace to score four free chicken breasts and four free pork chops with your order and start loving every bite today. But hurry, this offer won't last long. Minimum purchase may apply. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is The Grace Curley Show. Follow Grace on Twitter at G underscore Curly. This is the Grace Curley Show. <laughs> Another Buble bumper. Haven't taken mushrooms yet, I believe is the name of this song. 844-500-4242. Joe Biden has, uh, well, he's on hand for the dignified transfer of U.S. soldiers, and he's, for most of the time, holding his hands behind his back, which is obviously, I think, a, somebody told him, you don't even... Put them at your side. Keep them behind your back at all times, unless your hand is over your heart, because that the temptation is there. He's itching to look at his watch. I can tell, but uh, we'll let you know if he does. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Back to last call with Emma Foley. First, it's Groundhog Day. You're from Pennsylvania. Is this is this a, a sacred day for Pennsylvanians? Yes, it is. I would be remiss if I didn't wish you and all of the listeners a happy Groundhog Day. He did not see his shadow, which means he stays outside, which means spring is on he its way. He stays outside? So if he sees a shadow, he gets scared back. and runs okay. back in, and it means he's going to keep hibernating. Okay. Yes. Well, he gets to stay outside. It's still cold out, so but we're going to have an early spring, according to the, early spring, according to the large rodent from Pennsylvania, the soothsaying furry rodent. So, one more story for you. A little, little grotesque, but so Metro Transit in Minneapolis, Minnesota, has come out with a new new sign with all the rules for the riding the metro mm-hmm. and you have the usual the usual signs the usual rules that say you know large baggage you want to keep that close to you you want your bags on your lap instead of on the seat next to you 
keep the seats open, let elderly people sit down. This one makes sure to remind you. Drink your Ovaltine? No pooping or peeing. Transit property is not a restroom. No spitting on others. That's assault. Yeah. Well, yes. uh, They also include no sexual assault. Uh Uh-huh. No gambling. Oh, that's a downer. Yes. Um... Did I say? Did I say no spitting on others? No, yeah, no, no, no illegal others. drug use. Yes. So they they need to make sure that you know that you also very need explicit. To, Why don't they just post the Ten Commandments up there too? Right. Uh, you also need to wear clothes, just in case you did not know. <sighs> oh, Why do we even fight a war? <laughs> What's the point of public transit if you're not going to get a show? So this is this is the solution after the law. Uh, the transit riders went to lawmakers be- last spring, so nine months ago, and they said there's open drug use on the system. It's incredible. It's not just marijuana use. It's crack. Do they have a like sign that. for that? Uh, well, that would fall under illegal drug use. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, but people who are on these illicit drugs, like if Michael Buble were at this the station, he's not going to be able to read the sign. And I think that's... That's the issue that these lawmakers have. I think they think too highly of people who are on uh, wild. They think highly oh. of people. Too highly of people. But they would they be able to smoke weed? Is weed legal in Minnesota? You know, I'm not sure. It is it is um Ilhan Omar's district, so I think that she'd be pro. It is uh, Minnesota has legalized cannabis use for people twenty one and older. So you can smoke weed on the bus if you want yeah so that's okay just well no you can't smoke or vape on there oh okay yeah yeah well, that's in the fine print oh fine what good is public transit if i can't just be a complete uh yeah isn't sinful... this america yeah i thought i had the choice to to do all of that all right thank you very much emma 844 that is uh last call with emma foley and uh, we'll be back in just a bit uh Again, Joe Biden is in, uh, well, he's at the uh, dignified transfer of the soldiers that were killed uh, earlier this week in Jordan, and he's on hand for that right now, watching the caskets being loaded into the van, the flag-draped caskets. Uh, very, very solemn sight, and so far, no no blunders. But there, he was visiting yesterday where was he yesterday jared was he in minnesota again or uh, was he in somewhere else I thought he was in michigan 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 and he stopped at a diner and said some strange things to voters at the diner uh, we'll get into that when we come back and he's also got a few choice words behind closed doors closed doors for donald trump that he uh you know he, he talks about his catholic faith all the time and people describe him as a devout catholic um, you want to say four-letter words if you're Catholic, Emma? Very frowned upon, mm. I believe. Let no foul word come from your mouth, I believe. That's, yeah, that's yeah. in the Bible. Uh, Joe Biden, really, it, that's, not one of the, uh, that's not one of the tenets he lives by. So we'll, that story is being reported by Politico. As you can see, I didn't get my English lessons. Yeah, very, very colorful language that we can't even... Well, I can't spell the words for you here on, on radio, but... We'll we'll get as close to it as we can. 844-500-4242. We'll be right back. This is the Grace Curley show.
live from the Aviva Trattoria studio. All three bodies of the fallen U.S. service members have been transferred with dignity in front of Joe Biden and uh, Dr. Jill. And our hearts go out to the families as they uh, continue to mourn and grieve. 844-500-4242. Joe Biden, he is uh, reputed to be a devout Catholic. He is somebody who has a deep faith, who is, you know, I know the Bible says, let he who is without sin cast the first stone, but this is this is Joe. This is behind closed doors. He is a potty mouth and not, uh, not indicative of a... Uh, a good Catholic at all. Now, I'm sure there are people in this office right now that can attest to my potty mouth when I'm not on the mic. And I, true, let it fly sometimes. And I'm working on that. But Joe Biden is, I don't say things explicitly about anybody. Joe Biden is a nasty guy. Don't let the old grandpa Joe, uh, good old lunch bucket Joe image fool you. He is a nasty, nasty guy. Politico reported yesterday, this was uh, coming out just as the Howie Carr show was ending. Joe Biden has a few choice words when he references Donald Trump. I guess Trump really gets under his skin. The president has described Trump to longtime friends and close aides as a sick F-word, who delights in others' misfortunes, according to three people who have heard the president use the profane description. According to one of the people who has spoken with the president, Biden recently said of Trump, what a bleeping posterior orifice the guy is. The White House declined to comment. Now, you may say, uh, by the way, the, the, what he cited, Biden said this at a, um, in Valley Forge at his speech marking the January 6th insurrection. Quote, at his rally, he, Donald Trump, jokes about an intruder whipped up by the big Trump lie, taking a hammer to Paul Pelosi's skull. And he thinks that's funny. He laughed about it. What a sick, anyway. I'm not sure if he said anyway, but he, his voice did trail off, and he didn't say the, the four-letter word, the big one, the holy mother of all four-letter letter dirty words. He, uh, I seem to remember, and I didn't ask Jared to grab this cut, but I seem to remember Joe Biden laughing at a mother who had lost her kid to a fentanyl overdose saying it was Trump's fault, and then he laughed about it. That's pretty sick, laughing about a fentanyl overdose death because you had uh, opened the border and allowed drugs to flow freely across and have kids poisoned with fentanyl. All the while, he claims to be a devout Catholic. We had, we had done this... And this was, by the way, three years ago, we put this supercut together of Joe Biden being a devout Catholic or being described as a devout Catholic. 
But this is from 2021, this supercut. All the times Joe Biden has either referred to himself or has been referred to as a devout Catholic. Go ahead, Jared. As a lifelong Catholic and a man of deep faith, President-elect Joe Biden has been open about his religion throughout his political career. You can say a lot of things about Joe Biden. You can't say he's godless. He has a very, very deep faith. He is, as we keep pointing out, a religious man, a man of deep faith. Yeah, people forget he's a Catholic. He's a man of deep faith. Joe Biden, of course, a man of deep faith. This is a man who lives his faith. Biden also credits faith to keeping him going. Yeah, he's a very devout Catholic. Biden, a devout Catholic. He's well, well known to be a devout Catholic. Joe Biden is a devout Catholic. Joe Biden is a devout Catholic. A very devout Catholic. Devout Catholic. Devout Catholic. Devout Catholic. Devout Catholic. Joe Biden is a devout Catholic. Oh, by the way, a devout Catholic. He went to He's going to go to church. He went to church yesterday morning. The devout Catholic Biden was attending mass. In his right hand, his pants pocket, he removed some rosary beads. We talked about this briefly before, but let's reflect on it a little bit more. Uh, Joe Biden, a faithful Catholic, a devout Catholic, and he's not afraid to show it. Well, George, without question, one of Joe Biden's many favorite uh, scriptures is 2 Corinthians 5, 7. That is false. (laughs) Now, I thought Joe Biden was a devout Jew. He grew up in the synagogues, right? He said that before. Or a devout Baptist. He he grew up in the black church. So what is it? What What is Joe Biden's faith exactly? I'm not sure. But I, I doubt very much that, that Jesus would look down and say, well done, my good and faithful uh, slanderer and uh, potty mouth. That's, that's, that's what he reserves. That's, that's what he thinks of you. That's what he thinks of Donald Trump, even though it's, it's all complete lies, nonsense. But he was in Michigan this week, <laughs> yesterday, for some reason, Giving, I believe he gave a speech in the morning, the prayer breakfast, then he flew out to Michigan and shook hands at a a local diner. And now Joe Biden, he's got two sayings that if said at a very low volume, they're almost indistinguishable. One of them is don't jump. Don't jump, we need you which he usually yells. And the other one is vote Trump, which he has said before. And he'll say that if he's up against an argument with somebody who has posed irrefutable evidence of Joe Biden's corruption. And he goes, well, look, man, vote Trump. What are you doing talking to me? Come on. Come on, Jack. Look, fat. You know, I can probably do more push-ups than you. This is what he does. He just completely dismisses you because you've got him exactly where you want him. Good for you, Jack. He can't refute what you're saying. And he, uh, you know what? Vote Trump. So what did he say here? This is uh, is Joe Biden in Michigan. The audio is not great, but he's at a, uh, a diner booth. And there are two people sitting there that look less than enthused that Joe Biden is there. Cut eight. Barely, barely hear it, but he either says vote. I, 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 it could go either way. It's like the, the Yanni Laurel thing. From he might have said ago. vote jump. Who knows? <laughs> Don't Trump vote. Tr- vote jump. 
Who knows? <laughs> and he was, again, talking about his football prowess. Cut 11. It was a pretty obvious run-up in state championship football scoring when I was a kid. If I had this guy run in front of me, I could have been an All-American. That is false. Runner-up is a very gratuitous phrase. You were sixth, uh, not even close to being second. You were pretty far back. I mean, that's that's half of a team that was ahead of you, okay? You weren't really in the running. Eight four. Howie's going to have more of these cuts, by the way, uh, later this afternoon on the Howie Car Show. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. David, you're next on the Grace Curley Show. Go ahead, David. Dale, I just heard your clips on Joe Biden being a devout Catholic, and it's extremely offensive. I mean, uh, Joe Catholic is Joe Biden is no more a devout Catholic than I am a horse because I walk into a barn. He has his own homemade theology going on. I mean, he's funding abortion, the killing of unborn babies, right. being butchered in the womb all around the world in the country. He's calling himself devout Catholic. I don't know where the hell he's getting that theology, but I'll tell you one thing. Devout he is not. Catholic is not. He's going against every single thing that the Church stands for. Jesus, you want to quote Scripture, Jesus said, what you do to the least of the little ones, you do unto me. You know, you're better off having a millstone tied around your neck to hurt one of these little ones. Yeah, and if, if you're a president who allows the uh, influx and invasion of illegal aliens uh, to get drunk and kill three-year-old kids, I mean, that's uh, definitely indicative that somebody is probably not a, a devout Catholic. I mean, you can't hold people accountable for other people's actions, but you can hold them accountable certainly for what allowed them to uh, commit those acts. You're absolutely right, David. Thanks very much for the call. God uh, save the queen, man. There's so many, so many other. I mean, look at look at his son, uh, and look at look at the corruption there. Uh, that that he's ordered his son around to collect all this cash and sell out the uh, the American public, the American government, sell state secrets, uh, access to the presidency, all of this, all of it, uh, and and it, the list goes on and on. How about showering with your daughter when she's 12 years old? Is that uh, something devout? Ca- well, I don't want to get into too much trouble here. 844-500-40. But no, that is not something a devout Catholic, a real Catholic would do. Um, and there, there's so many other things that you can point to that it's just disgusting behavior. Swimming nude in front of a, a female Secret Service agent. Uh, that's That's not something very religious. Today's poll question is brought to you by Calitrend. Do what Jared did. Lose weight in a healthy way with Calitrend's high-quality collagen protein, specially formulated with digestive enzymes to help your body absorb the collagen protein to its fullest potential. Save 50% on a 30-day supply at gracecurlyshow.com and click store. Jared, what is today's poll question and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at gracecurlyshow.com, is which is more of a threat to the safety of public roadways? Truck drivers with falsely obtained CDLs or illegal aliens who know they won't get deported if they drive drunk? So if you're just joining us this hour, there was a story out of Massachusetts earlier this week. Four state police troopers were arrested because they were taking bribes and, and passing people that did not deserve to pass the CDL or just didn't want to take the test. Uh, big rig drivers, people that drive school buses, tanker trucks, logging trucks, all kinds of big you know, vehicles that uh, are on the highway, the biggest vehicles you can drive on the highway. 
And there have been at least two dozen identified by the Registry of Motor Vehicles and the DOJ as having falsely received their uh, or fraudulently received their CDLs, two dozen at least. But compared to the thousands and thousands of potential drunk driving illegal aliens out on our roadways who are able to get a driver's license in Massachusetts uh, legally, but I would also argue fraudulently because they have no right to obtain a driver's license in Massachusetts simply because the state of Massachusetts said that you could doesn't mean it's right. Uh, and they uh, get their registration and then proof of insurance, and then they don't pay the insurance bill, and they did neglect to upkeep their cars or uh, uh, pay on their insurance, and then they hit you. And if you survive the crash, you're probably liable for your own damages because they've fled or they've been arrested and let go without bail. Uh, you're, you're not able to recoup any of the damages that were done to you. So I would say that if I don't lose my life, I'm, I'm going to identify the illegal alien as the larger threat than a, uh, a truck driver who, you know, gave gave a snowblower to a state police trooper. Ninety two percent of the audience agrees with you. I'm glad to hear that. Eight, four, four, five hundred forty two, forty two. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's the car crossover with Howie Carr. I'm Taylor Cormier filling in for Grace Curley. This is the Grace Curley show. You're listening to The Grace Curley Show. This is The Grace Curley Show. Ah, great song to go out on a Friday with. 844-500-4242. Sad news to report today. Carl Weathers, star of Rocky, The Mandalorian, and my generation recognizes him from Happy Gilmore. It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. Has died at 76 years old. Uh, He was also in Predator and, uh, yeah, The Mandalorian he had a, a good role in. Sad to see. I, you know, I hate to see these, these celebrity deaths. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. I want to play some sound for you. This is Alvin Bragg. This is just within the past hour and a half or so. Alvin Bragg, the uh, Soros-funded DA out of New York who uh, tried to prosecute Trump on on uh, all of this this all this stupid stuff the 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 business in in New York and uh, just ridiculous ridiculous accusations. Uh, Howie's with us. Howie, I'm going to play this sound for you. This is Alvin Bragg being chased down by reporters. I don't know if you've seen this yet. In New York City, uh, the reporter's asking him to comment on these these four third-world illegal aliens who assaulted police officers and then escaped under pseudonyms to California on a free bus ride, asking Alvin Bragg uh, if he has any comment. Go ahead, Jim. Why were they released? Sir, you're on behalf of the people. Can you just comment on the situation? 
Nothing. Closes the door. Howie, you couldn't shut this guy up when he tried going after Trump on, on those really trumped-up charges in Manhattan. But now he's got nothing to say after four illegal aliens assault police officers on tape, and they give the middle finger to America as they hop on a free bus ride to California. I, you know, the more the more I think about it, uh, Taylor, I, I said it the other day, this, this would be, if we had a real legitimate media that picture would be the pulitzer prize winner i mean they they would be the it, the competition would be over i mean it's it is the picture of the year and it it sums up everything that's been happening in this uh in this country over the last 3 years and and yet they uh, they won't even touch it and this guy doesn't even feel like he has to uh, has to comment on it but you know every day the new york post is full of stories like this about guys who have done you know even even worse than those guys did it just what they weren't it wasn't captured on videotape and they're uh, they're let go with no bail yep. and they uh, and they just keep doing worse and worse stuff until and, and they're never going to get these guys i don't think yeah, I, I really think Trump needs to go back to as much as he is loath to do because of what a bleep hole it is. But go back to New York City, as he did a few years ago, and, and talk with the police officers there and, and talk with the union and, and tell them, look, this is what you're getting. This is how you're being treated by uh, the people that are that you're sworn to protect now. Um, they're they're laughing at you. They're they're abusing you and you're not getting any justice out of it. This is Joe Biden's America. I, I've got some sound of uh, this uh, alderman in Chicago, Anthony Beale. Have you seen this? Uh, he, he's, he sounds like Donald Trump on steroids, talking about the illegals. <laughs> that's that's hard to he, do. Oh, I, I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> it is amazing. I'm going to play it coming right out. And, and, and he doesn't even throw in the, but some of them are good people. You know, like, he, he, there's, no, there's none of that uh, CYA going on, exactly. you know, that caveat. That's exactly. I, I really enjoy it when uh, when uh, Trump reads the poem, The Snake, That's and he brought that back a few weeks ago. Uh, that's that's an oldie but goodie. It's Friday. Howie's got a lot planned, including Police Blotter Facts Friday and so much more coming up. Thanks for having me. Aaron Chadbourne is with you for Grace Curley on Monday out of uh, Portland, and he's got a great show lined up. Howie Carr, coming up next. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is The Grace Curley Show.